When you go 108 hours, four and a half days without sleep, your body starts to do strange things. Mine was panicking and shutting down at the same time. My heart pounded despite the fatigue that consumed me. The ringing in my ears was so loud I couldn't even hear the breeze as it blew through the towering trees that surrounded me. My eyes ached so horribly I wanted to throw up. If I looked in a mirror, I knew they would be bloodshot and swollen. I felt delusional and jumped at every shadow that danced on the Black Lake's surface, sure it was a demon come to carry me away. I was so tired. Don't fall asleep. I paced on the dock, the moon shining brightly above me. I couldn't fall asleep. I wouldn't let myself fall asleep. To sleep brought terror no one could understand. I counted my steps as I paced. Fourteen. Fifteen. Sixteen. I never lost count despite the fact that I didn't consciously do it. I couldn't help it. The numbers just came. Just a few more hours. That was all I needed. In a few more hours, I would be ready to face the terror that came with sleep. I could face the judgments of the angels and those that had no right to be called such. I had made it 108 hours already. I could make it just two or three more. I couldn't fight this any longer, though. I was going to have to sleep, and it was going to have to be now. I had learned better than to fight it this long. My breathing increased rapidly as I forced myself to walk back toward the deserted house that looked toward the east side of the lake. My head spun and I feared I might pass out right then and there on the cold wooden planks. Silent walls greeted me as I entered the house. I had been the caretaker for just over a year and a half, and not once had the elderly owners come to stay. That was for the best. They would know I was crazy after only a few days. Panic saturated my system as I stumbled through the door that led to my basement apartment. My eyelids were losing, though. My legs protested in fatigue as I staggered into my bedroom. I barely made it to my bed before collapsing. I've always counted. In a strange way, it felt like the numbers kept me safe. I could block out the hell that surrounded me, that was my life, by concentrating only on counting. Numbers made sense. They fell into their right order, and no matter how you rearranged them, you could still easily identify them as numbers. I counted to 206 before he came to get me from the cell I was locked in. It was the same man each time. He was glorious and perfect, just like the rest of them. His chin was strong and square, his nose flawlessly straight. His lips were exactly the right fullness and housed straight white teeth. His hair was a beautiful color of charcoal, and the reflection of the flames danced across his intimidating muscular body in strange and beautiful ways. His wings, just like the rest of them, were graceful, yet powerful. They always captivated me, despite the chaos surrounding me. The feathers were beautiful, gently changing from the softest, purest white to shimmering, metallic silver. His eyes were unique, however, compared to the rest of them, gray, an indication he was on neither side, neither the exalted nor the condemned. 
he was simply the one who transferred me from my cell to the judgment stand. He did not pass judgments, and he had not been placed on either side. I did not know his name, or if he even had one, but I always thought of him as Adam. In the Bible, Adam was unique in that he was the first. I had never seen another angel with eyes like this Adam. He was the first and only, as far as I knew. Adam tied my hands in front of me with the same gold cord he always did. I shuffled behind him as we exited my cell. I was long past trying to fight him. I learned long ago that was useless. He led me down a long stone tunnel. Torches lined the walls, their flames dancing and licking out in mocking ways. They provided no warmth and no comfort.